this is from Gemma when she went to Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kansas City, I should say. Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. But is uh, she not in Kansas anymore? Nice. Yeah. No, nice. Is she not. Do you think anybody else does that after they leave Kansas? I think yeah. everybody does that. It's yeah. really compulsory, isn't it? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. <laughs> what that one? <laughs> Since your uh, suitability for that character is um, remarkable. Oh, oh, my, my my physique. Are we? That, Can we chomp on uh, on pod? Everybody gets one, but just the. The cloying. Who gets the misophonia issues? The misophonia. Yeah. Who gets can, the extra one? Misophonia. Saving one probably, for Gemma. Probably, probably Gemma. Yeah. Oh, okay. She did actually buy them. Yes. Yeah, no reason to give her one though, is it? Does everybody have that? Li- the list. The list. Uh, the list. Hashtag yeah, the, list. the list. The list is here. Yeah, yeah. The list um, is right here. Yes. Chinch, have you put any of these players on your tactics board? Have I ever put them on my tactics board? Where is no, your tactics board? Yeah, where, first of all, where is your tactics board? Your tactics board for 2018. And also, in addition to that, have you set out a team on it from these players on hashtag the list? Um, I've. I imagine you just thinking when he can't sleep at 2 a.m. You just think, I'm just going to do a team on the tactics board. Just a no. Team of people I'd never called do that. Andrew. I'd never d- that's a good one, isn't it? A team of Andrews. <laughs> a team of Andrews. Hey. Keith Andrews. Can, you have, can it be first or second name? Is there not. Is Andrew not a bit like? I've always been struck by how few Smiths there are in professional football. There should be a lot. There should be a lot, a lot more Smiths, and there should be a load more Carnes. But that's an entirely different subject. But maybe the Andrews have done the same way. There's no, not many Keiths anymore. Very few Garys on the pitch. A lot of like, there must be a few Andys still. Oh, they probably called Calvin Andrew. Maybe there's maybe a good one Drew. for you. There are some Drews. Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson. Yes. Andy yeah. Robertson. Um, Other people. Don't... Are you trying to Google? Now? Andy Torre. No, no, that no, doesn't work. No. Let me that, I'll tell you what, there's lots of Andreases and Andreas. Yeah. I think and you might have uh, yeah. hit upon the issue. Andres. Well, in that case, you're allowed to, if you do a, on your tactics board at 2am mm. in the morning when you can't sleep, um, perhaps you can allow yourself to include Andreas. Is, is, my tactics boards are just, they're just magnets. They're not names. No, no but you, you are you know, fantasising about who that magnet At 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. You've surely given those mad- magnets names, Chinch. They're not, they're, they can't just be <laughs> magnets to you now. Blue 3 and Red 8. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't got numbers on. They're just no, plain, box-standard, coloured magnets. If you put seven on a board, yes. they're going to be numbered 1 to 7. It's not, it's not beyond the realms of your mathematical ability to, to count from one to yeah, seven. Yeah, but how often is a team numbered one to seven with seven players? <laughs> seven aside team. Is there a podcast what? to be done on what the strongest footballing name across languages is? Because I've always been fascinated by what the best religion at football is. And I think if you were to, to pick a team from the, the world's great religions... Jedi. A, 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 I think a you'd, Jedi you'd, select 11. You'd end up with a, with, with, a, with a Catholic versus Muslim final. Yes, you would, I would imagine. One of the, I think one of them would probably knock the Protestants out in the semis. Can you and imagine then, the montages? Can you imagine the build-up, the fervour? Oh, we, what, a thousand years of history. Well, I mean, Hinduism, Hinduism, sheer numbers-wise, should be, should be the other, the other one. But obviously, India doesn't, which is the home of Hinduism, doesn't produce. <laughs> I'm not, thank you, thank you to everybody who didn't know that. Getting on slightly dodgy, dodgy around. But there's not many players from India, so there's presumably not that many Hindu players. So would Shinto be likely to put, like, be the plucky underdog? Well, if you, if you, Japan, the yeah. birthplace yeah. of Shinto, the home of Shintoism, um, are many of them. Many of the Japanese may well be secular, so they might not necessarily subscribe to their well, religion, that, even though it isn't national. They're religion. probably a bit four, aren't they? Protestant, Catholic, Muslim, secular. They'd be your, oh. your four. Oh yeah, but that that seems like. Well, I mean, secular would win because very That's few places. Yes. Do you think the Hindu centre forward would have a, a good touch for a big man? Would you say? No. 
No, no. Because that's what you generally say about centre forwards, don't you? Yeah. So yes, across the religions, would they play hitting. very different <laughs> formations and very different styles of football? Would there be a high press from the Catholics? Would you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if Chinch is just throwing these things out or he's actually being far too clever for us in the understanding the, I don't uh, think it's the latter comedic nuances <laughs> of each religion to be fair actually I'm, I'm thinking now I'm thinking orthodox That'll Greek and Russian and Serbian orthodox yeah. the orthodox 442 you, you mean your, yeah, your yeah, Eastern yeah. Europeans mm, yeah, for example orthodox mm. probably be the other semi-finalist mm. a suggestion's welcome for which which is the best football in religion <laughs> this is Set Piece Many the podcast where four friends talk football over food in a, an effort to celebrate slash commiserate depending on your political points of view the one year anniversary as it was last week of Donald Donald Trump's inauguration mm. uh, USA number hashtag number 45 uh, these were bought in Kansas City Airport they are celebratory milk chocolate bars um, with a picture of Donald Trump looking approaching smug and we have one each to enjoy so mm. Chinch there's thank your, you, thank the, you. your I am Trump surprised that Donald Trump chocolate, chocolate is milk bar? chocolate I don't think I've ever seen him white look. chocolate <laughs> he's never looked quite so statesmanlike as he does on a bar of chocolate yeah he's not got his um, his Slightly strange frowning expression. And if you eat this chocolate, it will very much be a case of America first. (laughs) Wouldn't it? No. 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 With me, Hugh Ferris, on Set Piece Menu are Rory Smith from the New York Times, who has never insulted a referee. Steve Wyeth from BT Sport, who once was a referee and was frequently insulted. And Andy Hinchcliffe, who was once sent off by a referee for insulting somebody else. A linesman. Mm. What did he say? I can't repeat it. Did you call into question their integrity? Yeah, that, Did amongst you do, other things. Do a Wenger, as it's now been known. No, I was a lot worse than that. I, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of Did it. You, you're supposed to be a role hmm. model as a footballer. Yeah, you're yeah. A role model for young children. It does seem a little out of character for you. Were you? I was 18. I was an angry man. I hadn't met you guys yet. Obviously, I'm a lot more angry now. <laughs> uh, but it just all—I vented. I vented, and that, was set, rightly sent off. This chocolate mm. tastes like Advent calendar chocolate. Oh, is that right? It mm. was uh, purchased in November, and it's, it's taken me this long to hand it over to you. That's a bit uh, selfish. So perhaps, uh, well, nobody else has eaten it, so it's not really selfish at all. <laughs> Some of them needed chocolate is, before now. Is Advent calendar chocolate good chocolate, or chocolate that's got something in it to make it last longer? I would say it's probably relatively cheaply produced chocolate. Yes, I wouldn't, uh. I wouldn't even for a moment, even though it is very kindly donated by my wife, mm. I would never for a moment suggest that, that there was a great deal of money spent on it. So, so Donald uh. Trump's image is being used to endorse something that's cheaply produced. <laughs> yeah, who thought so? Yeah. Unbelievable. At Set Piece Menu is where we are on Twitter. Please, uh, less of the noise, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. You gave us chocolate. What do you expect to happen? Wait. Um, and setpiecemenu at gmail.com if you'd like to get involved. We've had an email uh, from OJ Wooding. Thank you, OJ. Um, he wanted to talk about insidious tomato, which is something that uh, Rory brought up pre-Christmas about the fact that sandwiches should have it advertised if they have tomato in. And any tomato that is not advertised is therefore, by definition, insidious. OJ Wooding says, yes, totally agree with this. Can I add on the same analysis, my pet hate, inappropriate peppers? I.e. peppers added to sandwiches and salads simply to add colour with no thought for the taste oh. combinations. Drives me nuts. Once you spot it, you can't ignore it. This man is welcome to marry my sister. Inappropriate peppers are added to insidious uh, tomato. And also, uh, as seems now a weekly occurrence, an email about joy from Jack Linton, who says, Afternoon, chaps. Apart from Shinji Okazaki's smile, which I think could be more infectious than Spanish flu, (laughs) (laughs) the thing that brings me the most joy is a ferocious tackle on an opposite team's hard man. 
Scott Brown is the ultimate example, he says. He parades around the pitch like the local thug in a dingy small-town disco, growling and snarling over every blade of grass. Then a plucky young upstart gets a kick, and he won't put up with it. The hero decides that the next time the hammer thrower gets the ball, he absolutely pummels him. Pure unadulterated joy. NB Scott Brown is easily replaced with other perfect examples. Robbie Savage, Terry Herlock, Vinnie Jones, or Gennaro Gattuso. Interesting fact about the Trump chocolate. It says it may contain nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that one live without response. So thank you to OJ Wooding and to Jack as well. Keep them coming in. We love to hear uh, and we will be uh, motivated and continually energised by your stories about what gives you joy in football and any other subject that exercises you let us know. Setpiecemenu at gmail.com or at setpiecemenu on Twitter. Now our task on setpiecemenu today is to try and put together a team from players on the fringes of or outcasts at the top six Premier League clubs and a team that might challenge one of those clubs for a place in the top six. So we put together a list of players who might be eligible for the set-piece menu, don't you forget about me, 11. I would sing, it's best that I don't. I say might be uh, because we haven't quite yet decided what the exact parameters for selection are. What we can say for definite is that they are all owned by, if not playing currently at... Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs and Arsenal. So let the nitpicking begin. They are included but not limited to players on the fringes of the first team but still playing regularly. Players who can hope for a Europa League or EFL Cup tie at most. Players who are completely forgotten or disregarded or out of favour for personal reasons. And players who are out on loan at other Premier League significant championship or European teams. That gives us a lot of people who would like to narrow it down. Hang on, I think we need to disregard two types of player. One is is the, the fringe player who plays regularly, uh, because I think that is... 60% of the list that we currently have. Well, no, but <laughs> that's also a, le- that's a legitimate thing for, a, for, a, for any club to have, is players in the squad. I think what's more interesting and what maybe illustrates better quite how much the, the gap has grown between the top six and everybody else mm. is is the players that they've got but have kind of forgotten about and the people who you sort of think probably turn up for work and they don't notice. So this is, these are, you want it to simply be players who aren't involved in their Premier League matches. Shall I read you my team? You're going to dive straight in. Do you have no sense of narrative structure and Not. three-act arcs? It seems very early to be giving us the conclusion... Well, we're going to pontificate about this for about 45 well, minutes. I think basically we're going to quibble about the rules, aren't we? That's what we're going to do. Unless this team is so bad that Rory is using it to antagonise us <laughs> into coming round to his way of thinking. No, so I think the one thing that I would... Yeah, I think that it's... We, the, we, it's need, we need to say which kind of players you, you, you want to disregard. People like, for Manchester City, Eliakim Mangala, for uh, Manchester United, uh, Matteo Damian, for Liverpool... Um, James Milner, for example, who isn't in their first choice no. but plays regularly. So, no, I would draw a line between Milner, who is always in the matchday squad, and people like Damian and Mandala, who are... Mandala's playing now but only because of injuries and they tried to shift him. So, which of those three are, are eligible for you? I would team? say Mandala and Damian count. Milner does not. Right. It's the players who've kind of... who were just there and they don't seem to need... Is there an age limit on this? The, model, we... the model for my... Well, I'd say there's a minimum yeah. age. Th- I, would, I would advise a minimum age limit. So Phil Fodden, I don't think you should no, say. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, the model for my entire team is Lazar Markovic. So Lazar Markovic hasn't played for Liverpool at all this season, isn't out on loan, and is simply just outcast. So what's he doing? 
That's my that's my big question about well, that. Sounds Zach like you've got a he's job doing, for it. He's doing a Winston Bogard. That's what he's doing. I, I think that's a bit harsh on on everyone involved, including Winston Bogard. Why? Because Winston Bogard was making a sort of a stand about oh, right, exactly. the stupidity of football clubs forcing you to keep to stick with the contract. Why isn't Lazar Markovic? I'm baffled by the, what's happened with Markovic. I can't. I, I don't. It doesn't make sense on any number of levels why Lazar Markovic is just sort of hanging around playing in Liverpool's under 23s. But there's quite a few. There's, and there's loads in Arsenal's Europa League squad. So people like Debussy, who clearly they don't need. They have no reason for Debussy. Matthew Debussy is not adding anything to Arsenal. So for Arsenal, you would not have uh, people like Per Mertesacker, who very I, rarely plays. I would have Mertesacker. Oh, you would have Mertesacker. But I wouldn't have Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Because he a, counts as a youngster. He's a child. And I probably wouldn't have Mohamed Elneny, because he plays relatively frequently. Although in the Premier League, he's barely played. Maybe I would have Mohamed Elneny then. He's, I would put Elneny as more of a relevant example than, say, Elie Mangala. Okay. Fine. So I think I think you should Steve, include. So you and I just go home and they can just hammer out who's actually on the well, list. You've got your list. I know, so but I, do you, what, I, I've what just realised now I haven't got any Arsenal players. I must have cut and pasted, <laughs> and I've lost quite a number of Arsenal okay, players. Right, Chinch, you need to see have it. Yes. in your Arsenal. But I'll, list. I'll, I'll disregard them probably. Matteo Debuchy. No. Per Mertesacker. No. Konstantinos Mavropanos. Not Mavropanos. They've, they've only just signed him. No, he can't count. That's it, just it, Who put counts. that in? You. Yeah, well, he's sense. not going to play very much. Anyway, anyway, I just I just like yeah. saying the name. I think it's fantastic. Okay. Um, and you would not have. So I'm just checking this with Rory. You'd not have Rob Holding, Callum Chambers, Alex Iwobi, Olivier Giroud, Danny Welbeck. I'd have Chambers. You'd have Callum Chambers, and then the loan players at Arsenal. And we're including players who are out on loan and owned by Arsenal: Carl Jenkinson, Joel Campbell, Takuma Asano, well, yeah. and Lucas Perez. So, Steve, you wanted the loan players in. Why? Well, because you wanted to exclude the loan players, but surely I, there is I had no, no opinion on loan players. No, no, you left them out. I would like I would like the the pool to be as wide as possible because I haven't got the ability to choose from a small pool. Excuse me. Did did Hugh's original list of eligible players include those out on loan at other clubs? I it never, did not. I I never thought to include them. Uh, it was an, an idea put to me and I immediately uh, agreed to it. There is no greater <laughs> evidence like, that you, you are know, surplus to requirements at your class than if they're going to let you go and play for yes. somebody else. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't see that in the first instance, Hugh, to be fair. Well, Steve made a great point. You, you, you made a huge error there. Having added those huge lone error. players to the Arsenal list that you now know, yeah. for Spurs, Josh Onoma, yeah, I've got, I've got Spurs. George Kevin Kudu, who's just gone to Burnley, and yeah. Vincent Janssen. Yeah. For Chelsea, the list you won't be surprised to hear is quite long. Kurt Zuma, Thomas Callas, Michael Hector, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Marco Van Ginkel, <laughs> Lucas Piazon and Tammy Abraham for Liverpool just a couple Shea Yojo are we discounting him because he's too young oh wait a minute he's in my team Shea Yojo yeah well, in that case let's not discount him that, oh, yes right. he's, he's playing just, every you can't just allow ruin it, it for he's playing every week at Fulham isn't he Divock Origi as well uh, for Manchester United Sam Johnson Cameron Borthwick Jackson Timothy Fosu-Mensah Andreas Pereira and James Wilson and for Manchester City Patrick Roberts Jason Denier uh, Marlos Moreno Pablo Mafio Angelino Alex Alex Garcia Joe Hart and Douglas Luiz can we give Jason Denier his full name which is Jason Climate Change Denier <laughs> Jason Climate Change Denier who has been out on loan uh, I think more than any of those other players on that list and what you do when you add the, the loan players you immediately have much more established players mm. because we know about them because they're playing elsewhere they haven't been hidden by the club mm. in the way that perhaps Lazar Markovic is so I'm pleased with that because it widens our pool and like I say I cannot get well, a team out of just people who are forgotten Steve is right that it is the sign of the strength in depth of the top six that uh, you can take players like Ruben Loftus-Cheek who is now England's greatest ever living footballer and and just not play him and give him to another team that is a real sign of strength so yeah let's and then have sign Ross Barkley when you could have yeah. just been playing Ruben Loftus-Cheek actually that's a really good point I'd not thought I'd not thought of that direct comparison 
But it's yes, that's, that's a really good point. You give out on loan and we'll spend 15 million on... This player who's slightly million, older yeah. than you but does the same job. Yeah, that is really odd. For Chelsea, we have the likes of Kennedy... We do, do you want to include Bashwai in this? Yeah, I think list? you have to include Bashwai. Yeah. Um, but not any of the defenders who are kind of rotated in and out. So yeah, no like, Rudiger, no Zappacosta, yeah. no David Luiz, even though he's out of fame. Well, David Luiz is the one that I might I, I might say is is legitimate because yes, he is. Conte has because he's been marginalised. Conte's in my team. A decision has clearly been made yeah. that David Luiz is not getting in the Chelsea. Yeah. Team, let alone, or in the squad, let alone the team. Whereas people like Rudiger and Zappacosta are playing sometimes. So you would include David Luiz, but you wouldn't include any of the other two. Oh. But then you've got Kurt Zuma and Thomas Callas as two other centre-backs at Chelsea. Would yep. you include Danny Drinkwater and Ross Barkley? Ross Barkley would oh. probably not be included because we don't yet know what kind of a feature role yeah, he's, he's going to have. Yeah. Danny Drinkwater, injury is a major contributing factor to the reason that he hasn't established himself in the Chelsea team so yep. you could have the same discussion regarding Michael Carrick at Manchester United Is this Manchester the podcast United. before the podcast because this is going on forever well, is it, sometimes people like to know how the sausages made change Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. and they're horrified so this is the mincemeat is it <laughs> really is yeah. okay so let's, uh, let's just complete our, our roundup of players that we think should be included for Liverpool you don't want to have people like Trent Alexander-Arnold because he's he's played a lot he's played a lot and he's a kid and he's a kid uh, what about Danny Ings are we going to include him because yeah absolutely by all means it, it's, it's injury related but even if he was fit he might not necessarily been, get much Danny Ings has been fit for a while uh, not match fit but he, yeah. you know, he's, he's no longer in I like him on a team sheet because he dings what? <laughs> ben, ben Woodburn is too young he's considered one of the, the young players so we're not going to include Ben Woodburn what about Dominic Solanke does he play enough? He doesn't play enough and he was signed, so I think Solanke, Solanke counts. Solanke counts. Ragnar Klavan plays enough, he comes off the yeah, bench like James yeah. Milner and Daniel Sturridge as well. So those well, no, st- well, Sturridge, I think, I think you can... You, you want to include Sturridge? Well, I think you can make, make a case for Sturridge because it, although there have been injury issues, it, I'm not convinced that if there weren't that he'd have been anywhere near the yeah. team. Yeah, he's, a, he's another one where he, he is clearly a player who doesn't fit with the model of the current manager. So, yeah, he's on, he's on the periphery, isn't he? Yeah. The really good thing about this is we can talk all day about these players, but 90% of them are awful. <laughs> so then we can just disregard them, which is great. So you talk and talk and talk about him, about him, about him. you're never going to have them in the team anyway. So I think that's wonderful. You carry on. percent are worth considering. Yeah. So for Manchester United, you want to include Matteo Damian, but you wouldn't include the likes of Marcos Rojo or Michael Carrick or Henrik Mkhitaryan or indeed Maran Fellaini, even though... I'm drawing lines through players all over the place. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, nobody left. Got a five-a-side team now. Then if you're lucky. You would include Daily Blint because yes. he yeah. has not been considered Hang by on, why Manchester you, why, United. Why are you including Daily Blint but not Marcus Rojo? Because Rojo's Rory, playing more, Rojo's playing when he's fit. Daily Blint's been playing this season, hasn't he? Be- have I been watching more games? I'm not I'm not sure. I think he has played, but I'm not sure he's featuring frequently. We should probably we should probably check. You've been watching through. Manchester United last season highlights <laughs> against him. <laughs> the thing is, is you just put Sky Sports on them. It's very difficult to tell it sometimes is, which is, season the is, game is from. Yeah. Um, I, and then just to round things off, so we feel like we're doing some sort of thorough job, which uh, I get the impression might not be the case. Uh, for Manchester City, you wouldn't include um, uh, Tosin Adrobayo because he's a youngster. You wouldn't include Zinchenko, Alexander. Alexander you could Zinchenko. make a case for no. I think you probably include Zinchenko. Zinchenko is yeah. included. Yaya Torre. Yes, definitely. Yes, because he is only playing. I in, hope so. Uh, so things, do I. Things that don't really count. <laughs> and Brahim Diaz and Phil Foden are both too young. Danilo plays enough. So. If you were paying any sort of attention during that last 10 minutes, you would have had a pool of players who we think are relevant to this conversation. And now we can have the conversation about what our teams are 
and who are how, but how only, only once I've said, only once I've said that Daley Blint has played five Premier League games and uh, Marcos Rojo has played six this season. So on, yeah, there, that at is at the a, time of recording. At the time of recording, so, so that neither, is a fairly neither should be included so that, or both should be. Yeah, included. Uh, let's say both in that case. Both. Fair enough. Right. In that case. Who would like to give me a goalkeeper? Well, I, goalkeeper is the one place where you are kind of spoiled for choice, I think. Are you? Because you have so a lot of people. Are you on really? The on the list, have you, you seen have, the names? You have Claudio Bravo. <coughs> well, you have Joe Hart. <coughs> there are other names. Uh, there are other names. You Keep have Willie Caballero. <coughs> Sergio Romero. Mich- I'm getting, they're getting better. Michel Vaughan. <coughs> what about Paolo Gazaniga? He counts. Maybe not Gazaniga. Ospina and the one that I would have, which is Sergio Romero. Yeah, that's who I'd go with. So Sergio Romero... Oh, no, is Sam Johnson not counting then? Now well, He is counting, yeah. He does okay. count, yeah. You'd pick okay. Sam Johnson above mm-hmm. Sergio Romero? Yeah, because he's a better goalkeeper. Really? Oh, mm. he says that, and then he picks, not... he picks some chocolate from between his teeth as if to suggest... I've, I've not seen much of Sam Johnson. How do you like them apples? I've not what? seen much of Sam Johnson. What makes you say he's better Well, it'd probably help Romero. if you actually saw him play... That would be a bit of a giveaway to how he is a better goalkeeper I'm simply, than Romero. I'm simply pointing out anyway, Sergio, Sergio Romero. Sam, this is all about Sam opinions. Johnson anyway. is on loan at Aston Villa. Aston Villa. But Sergio Romero is an, is an Argentinian international, so he is a, I regard him as a good goalkeeper. Stop trying to put me in a vocal headlock. <laughs> you will not convince me. We all have, it's about opinions this game. game this opinions. podcast is Fine. Steve, who did you go for, goalkeeper? I went for Sergio Romero. Oh, I'll, I'll but I've not seen Sam Johnson's play. Sam Johnson's I mean, play for Aston Villa. Anyway, you can anyway. make a case for. I mean, Vorm's a good keeper as well, improving Premier League keeper. And Ospina, I actually think Ospina's not that bad. The, the goalkeeper situation is helped by the fact that, as a general rule, only one guy plays yeah. per, per team in the Premier League. So, the, And the backups are generally going to be of a reasonable standard. Hugh, who, who did you? I haven't picked a team because oh. I am only the arbiter. I sit askance from this conversation and I simply uh, decide when you're being Why don't you have the final vote then? It. Well, imagine it's two against one, so you've won, haven't you? So Sergio Romero is... <laughs> and Donald Trump takes a dive. Wait until I see Sam Johnson. You two are so in so I'm sure you'll be sure to mention it. So, yeah. how are we, we going to just, just do four at the back and be sensible about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> right back. Who would you like to have at your right back? Bearing in mind that one of the best right backs on the list is probably somebody like Trent Alexander-Arnold, and he's not included. I would have said Damien is the, is the, the right back who is most on the fringes, who could. Mm. Who is of proven quality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have gone for Damien, but I actually, I actually put him in at left back oh, okay. to make space because there was more right backs, ava- or at least I thought there was more right backs available until he discounted both Trent Alexander-Arnold and Davide Zappacosta, mm. and now I have a gaping hole. So maybe I could move Damien to right back and Chinch you available. Was, was Ser- <laughs> yes, yes, he's definitely yes. on the fringe. I'm always on loan. <laughs> Serge Aurier was he in there? Serge Aurier was kind of an, an optional one. Is he, is he in or not? Played a reasonable. No, Aurier doesn't count for the for the purposes of what we said earlier on. He is on the fringes but regularly plays so he regularly first, plays first does he choice but mm. he does regularly play all oh, right okay. and particularly the, of late actually he's been the, playing a lot the, the one fullback we should consider <laughs> and I, I think it's worth dwelling on a little is Danilo I, I thought Danilo didn't count because well, of, he does yeah, play regularly he does enough. play but he is, is first change for either yeah, has he played regularly enough given that he is a 25 this is not to say he should be in the team but he's a 25 million pound fullback uh, who came from Real Madrid and is now behind Fabian Delph that's that's a really odd. That is an odd thing to have happened. Yeah, but if you, if if you if Manchester City pay twenty five million pounds for you, they that's basically they consider you to be half as good as their average player. Yeah, okay, fair point. Or average fullback. Yeah, or their <laughs> average fullback. No, I'm just I just think it's odd. And it was it was, it was Anfield of the week that when he came on for Delph, and you sort of thought, hang on, this is this is the wrong way round. Like Fabian Delph should be the player who's who's slotting in at left back because Danilo's got injured. And it's, it's done under the radar because they spent 
so much money elsewhere. That's a, that is a weird. But that's not part assignment. of the criteria. How much no, no, spent, this, this is just looking this is at just how a, much they're playing. This is and not, then if they're any good. This is a complete tangent change. I know it is. I just find it odd. It's a belter though. They've brought Danilo in, and then. I think he's now behind Fabian Delph. It, in, it baffles in, me. In pre-season, Guardiola played three at the back a lot more than he has mm. during the season. And he often played Danilo as a possible wing-back on either side. Right. And in a back four, I don't think he feels he's quite as successful. Right. Fine. Fine. It's that as politely put as I possibly When Benjamin Mendy so comes back, we neither Delph or Danilo's going to play anyway. So Darmian as, as a right-back... Now well, we, we need a left back then. We could chuck in Zinchenko. You can chuck in Zinchenko, but now you suddenly. How about got Ben Ro- Davis? Has he binned? Rojo, no, he plays enough. He plays enough. Oh, my whole team has been binned. I know, but Rory, I sent that list. Oh, right. Hang on a minute. Rory said this wasn't them. Rory's list. This was your list. It was our list, Chinch. There is no other. Oh. There is one other left back that we, we should mention who's a good player but hasn't had any chances at all and therefore is the perfect example of what we're talking about. That's Kennedy. So Kennedy was part of the list and was uh, green lighted by Rory. So mm. Kennedy could play at left back. Would you have him above Rojo or Blint? It's the single end in his name that I'm not keen on. I have, bl- mm. I have Blint elsewhere in my team. So that's why I'm not considering him for left back. But you could make a case for Rojo or Blint over Kennedy. So we're saying Darmin at right back and Kennedy at left back. Mm-hmm. This is a poor team, isn't it, already? I don't think isn't it is. It? I, think hey? a, I think there's a massive... This is, if you're this a is, wide player, you'd be... But you, oh, there's a rubbing your hands There's a massive <laughs> like, cognitive gap between how we think of these players. They are... Not, you know, Darmian is not a top, top class world, you know, world beating Carlos Alberto right back, but he's an Italian international. He's a good footballer. They are mm. good footballers and because they're not perfect every week. We have this tendency to write them off as being useless. Mm. And to be honest, Chinch, I thought you were better than that. <laughs> and surely, not, not writing them off because so they're useless. So it's just I've seen them play arguments. and they play pretty badly. Surely anyway, the, object, the object of this exercise yes. is to try and put together a team of fringe players that are capable of challenging for a top six finish yes and if we're not able to do that then you have to start asking questions about the recruitment yep. of the big clubs yes yep That's because true. we're finding faults already mm. with with a lot of the players that are eligible so therefore you start well if, if they're not good enough between them to get to come together to form a cohesive team then what are they doing in the squads of one of these top sides in the first Well, they're, also, out, they're fleshing out the numbers. That's the whole reason they're there. They're not first choice, but we can use you if we really need you. But but that, we, there's two different things. If you're not first, there's a gap between not being first choice and we, if we need you, we use you. Mm. Because the, the Ben Davises of this world, as Stuart Pierce would say, um, the, uh, the Danilos of this, this world, world. The, the, for example, the Bernardo Silva and Ilkay Gundwans, they mm. are not first choice if all the City players are fit and available, but they are playing regularly. So you've got an 11 and you've probably got five, six, or even, as Jose Mourinho used to argue about building a squad, you've got two excellent players in every position. Mm. And then have you got a pool of players outside mm. of that? Yeah. And that's what we're, we're probably picking from, save the goalkeepers, because I think we can put goalkeepers into a different category. So there are two different arguments. There is one argument, which is those who don't play mm. in the first choice 11, which I think, Chinch, you have drawn most of your players from, who Not necessarily haven't seen my team. Who potentially could do very well against a top six side. Mm. Then outside of that, because you can understand that you know, there are going to be substitutes. You can understand more than 11 players featuring yeah, for a yeah, team over yeah. a season. You've got then a, a, a series of players in the category below. They might get on the bench, but very rarely get on as a mm. first choice change. But they are still there and are called upon at some point almost 
by default, not through choice. So it's not the cream rising to the top, it's kind of the sludge that's settling on the bottom of the barrel <laughs> that we're trying to scrape. The problem is that with what this we're is looking at? We, you sent the email with a list of players and then another list of players with the lone players included and we discussed it on the WhatsApp group and we all know that Chinch doesn't pay attention to the WhatsApp group. <laughs> no, I read it. I just don't respond to it. Well, when there are a big absolute <laughs> instructions that you should follow on there, perhaps you should pay attention to it. But we'll, we'll carry on. Right, Centre anyway. Backs. So we've got Sergio Romero, goalkeeper. We've yeah. got Darmian, Darmian right back. and left back was... Did we, we go with Kennedy? We can Kennedy. go with Kennedy. Kennedy. Yep. So centre-halves, Steve, off you go. Go on. Well, I think my, my choices have been, um, have been discounted. I went for Marcus Rojo and Per Mertesacker, who were originally on the list, but I think they've been... No, I think no, no. they're both allowed. They're both, they're both allowed. allowed. Yeah, both allowed. Okay. I, I went for Mandala and Mertesacker, but I'm willing to swap Mandala for, for Rojo, because Mandala, to be fair, has come in to the City team since Vincent Company amazingly got injured and the <laughs> actually Vincent Company should be on this list Vincent, Company, yeah, yeah, Vin- Vincent mm-hmm. Company can play the can be the player who starts but then is substituted after 10 minutes <laughs> the or come on and then go off yeah. again after 10 minutes but the Mandala I think maybe has proved the worth of having a an even incredibly expensive fourth choice centre-back so Mandala maybe should be taken off but Rojo and Murtasaka I think that's fine Chinch who do you have at centre-back uh, my choices I presume have been Bin David Luiz and Rudiger Rudiger isn't but David Luiz David Luiz Rudiger I think Rudiger plays surely David Luiz ahead of Mangala. Da- David Luiz surely yeah. well, well, I mean, we discounted Mangala, but would he get in above Rojo or Murtasaka David Luiz I'm not his biggest fan but yeah he's a better player than those two so I would, would we say David I don't know Luiz, actually what I think would we say David Luiz and Rojo would well, you know what Chinch has been outvoted on goalkeeper and fullbacks okay. and as we all know those who have played the game mm. are more qualified to yep. talk about the game mm. unless it's me <laughs> so, so let's Chinch you're allowed to choose so the we've two definitely gone for I'm vote you on that so your three choices choose two from David Luiz Marcos right. Rojo and per- per- well it has Saka. to be David Luiz because I had him in my team yeah. initially I'll Rojo then go for Saka. Rojo okay the yeah. second okay. choice how's that? Is that that's Gone. a compromise so are we going to set it up in a 4-2-3-1 a 4-4-2 a 4-4-1-4-1 I went 4-3-3 I'm um, easy my team's flexible too have we got a pivot have we got a number 6 has yeah. everybody agreed yeah. on a defensive midfielder yeah okay Chinch, oh hang on do you know what we've made a mistake with defenders Zuma Kurt Zuma was included, yes, because he's on loan at Stoke, so he counts. He, he, he was. He, Stoke are letting in an awful lot of goals. But maybe Zuma, I mean, Zuma maybe above a rock. Have you seen him play? I have, yeah, I quite like him. Let's stick with our original. I think. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> We're going to learn player by player quite how disparaging Chinch is about the current no, footballer. You're so negative, aren't I? Well, Sorry. we'll keep Sorry. it there. Zuma, Zuma is your first, first substitute. There we go. That's the way that we settle yeah, arguments You're never going to bring Kurt Zuma on, are you? No, have, I'm <laughs> imbued by the spirit of Donald Trump uh, in my, in my okay. consensus okay. way of considering things, mm. and um, I won't call any nations anything rude. I suppose I had Yaya Torre as my deep line playmaker yeah, he was okay Yaya Torre anybody yeah. else yeah, have Yaya Yaya's in my team or, or, or Michael Carrick would be the alternative Carrick was the S that's a good shout yes. we're going to just yeah. have one yeah. are we we're not going to have two we'll have two if we had two I like Harry Winks does he count no I think he plays enough when he, he, play he played oh, yes. against Real Madrid mm. he, you know he's, he's one no, of the yeah, he's, he's one game isn't one it? of the interchangeable the, he's well, like have we I consider him like a Bernardo Silva yes. Ilkay Gundogan right as in he's on the fringe he won't play first choice potentially but you could have or could we could we include Musa Sissoko? Is he Musa Sissoko's in my team. Sissoko, yes, yeah. I had Sissoko. Yes. Right, okay. But to Sissoko in a moment. But first, just one holder then. Okay. Yeah, if, we're playing, if we're playing 4-3-3, three, three, we can't have... We can't have Yaya and Carrick. No. Okay, so we've got Yaya Torre. So we have a one and then a two, so and then a front t- three. Two yeah, attacking yeah. midfielders Okay, then. we'll have to, re- have to rethink it now. You carry on. Okay, you get yeah. rid of Winks and you, you find me an alternative. I will. Who are the two attacking midfielders then? Well, Sissoko, I think, is a, is a good shout. You put Musa Sissoko, Musa Sissoko in there? Yeah. 
Drink water. Drink water doesn't count, I think, because of the injury we, yeah, the injuries, made yeah. earlier on. But then, then, then that would apply to Carrick as well. Yeah. But yes, but we've not got Carrick in the team, so it doesn't matter. I just mentioned Michael Carrick's name literally seconds ago. And I know. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. But we outvoted him for Yaya Torre. Sorry, exactly. So okay. yes. now if he goes now in the team, him. then we can have an extra an extra level of responsibility. We're not, we're not awash with attacking. Can you say Barkley doesn't count? We, we don't know yet if he's going to play. But, but at this point in time, could he count? Daily Blint. Daily Blint is an attacking midfielder. No, just as a midfielder. Just an attacking midfielder. Just a midfielder. Well, we did say they're going to be two midfielders. Blint's not going to play in that position, is he? Uh, it, the trouble is, though, it's a pretty poor pool, isn't it? You would have Blint or Yaya. I think you'd, if you had a midfield of Yaya, Sissoko and Blint, that's not, that wouldn't be disastrous. I'd put Blint as the holder would and Yaya as the, the more progressive player. Those otherwise. three should be taken to the gallows. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Say that again. Torre, Blint and Sissoko. <laughs> Bit what of ev- bit of everything. I thought you knew a fair bit. What bit are everything. you talking about? A bit of what? A bit of a total bit. detritus? <laughs> what are you talking about? A bit of everything. A bit of everything. Really, come uh, on. There have got to be better choices than that. There has to be. Who would you have as an attacking midfielder then? Uh, this is the trouble. Oh, you're, you're really struggling here. Loftus-Cheek is the other one. Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Does he count? Yep. Well, well, that's, yeah. Counts. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to play two ahead of Torre, Loftus-Cheek could be one. But then good luck trying to find the second. Marco van Hintel is captain of PSV Eindhoven. A great Marco name van Hinkle well. was supposed to be, uh, you know, the next big thing. He really has. Well, I suppose a lot to have at Chelsea, but he'll be he'll be bought by Manchester City for fifty million pounds, mm. and he'll do brilliantly. What about uh, Andreas Pereira at Valencia? Uh, I haven't seen enough of. I know he's very very highly regarded mm. and is at Manchester. United, he's a bit bolsterwood, isn't he? He's a bit lightweight, stiff breeze, and he's blown away, isn't he? You can't really have him in the team, can you? And did we decide? Did we decided no El Nenny, didn't we? No, he decided El Nenny counts, but well, I would have El Nenny as the... He'd be the holding midfielder, wouldn't he? Yeah, I he'd be the most defensive... Is that his brother? Three. Noel El Nenny. <laughs> Noel El Nenny. I'm being... I'm uh, being I've been silly on this. I'm being facetious, Anna. I need to settle down. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Self-admonishment. He's, he's had some chocolate. He's done all... Trump chocolate. He's me over the edge. He's not often allowed sugar. So <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes where we get text messages saying, were you drunk when yes, you recorded that? No, I was. I've just had some sugar. But it's actually... We've just had too much coffee and too much chocolate. Yes, two the table and one of them is behaving like a child. Sorry. So you could have, I mean, yeah, we're agreed on Yaya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. El Nenny's an option. What, could we take, could we have Carrick and Yaya play further forward? Is that an option? Could do, but I feel Carrick. Mm. But then you wouldn't have yeah. Blint or El Nenny. Well, you wouldn't anyway. They're dreadful. <laughs> El Nenny anyway. Oh, sorry, I'm off again. <laughs> Going back to what would you rather have? You can't have Yaya, Blint, like, El Nenny. I feel a bit bad chucking Carrick in. Partly he's 37, partly he's injured. And it's a bit like Zlatan. He was trying to. Did they not give him a contract just because he's a good person to have around? So it feels a bit harsh to criticise anyone for him not playing very much. So I'd say Yaya. You could, I mean, you could even do Yaya and Yaya with El Nenny next to him to do the running for him. Yaya, you can you could do Yaya, El Nenny, and Sissoko. Yeah, as a ba- the three. There's a ba- there's a bit of balance there, but but I don't bite. think you could have El Nenny and Blint or Yaya and Blint. Okay, fine. fine. So are we are we, mm. we we putting a line through Loftus Cheek. Oh yeah, Loftus Cheek. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to be in, hasn't he? Yeah, Loftus Cheek. Quite quite a lot of what we say is the inner monologue that uh, listeners are currently experiencing. Yeah. You said Loftus Cheek. Yes. Okay, so so see, what, I'm, what I'm actually Yaya doing Torre. is writing names down yeah, as we agree idea. upon them. Yeah. Thank you. Whereas I was going to ask you to do Getting names we've agreed mm. upon. Yeah. Mm. So it's Loftus Cheek, Yaya Torre, Yaya, Yaya Torre, and Musa Sissoko. Yeah, I think that's probably All fair. Right, yeah. That's fair yeah. enough. We'll go with that. That's Chinch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Begrudgingly? Yeah. No, not begrudgingly, yes. Yeah, of, of what we've got. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what we've I think got. In, in attack, actually, it's a little bit easier. So, in attack, are we going to have two wide players and one central striker, or are we going to have kind of a mishmash of just forwards? 
Mishmash. Mishmash. Okay, then let's have your first one, Rory. <laughs> There's no well, structure. He's, this he's team, now signed it? for Everton, but Theo Walcott was on our list as a fringe player for Arsenal. So do, are we allowed to count Theo Walcott? But would you want him in the team? As, as a wide player, yeah. Really? I, yeah. Don't, think, I don't think we can have Walcott. He okay. doesn't. He is no longer associated one of the, with one of those six clubs. That's fine. Yes, this this needs to be an enduring team. I'm not for sure more he's associated with football weeks. anymore, is he? Is he? You could have a summer saw him play. It wouldn't work at all. And Chinchel, Chinchel snub his nose. But if you were to have the three best forwards, you'd have Sturridge, Batshuayi and Tammy Abraham. Now, yes. how you would fit them into a system, I don't know. But those are you the def- three You best, definitely best need El Elneny doing Yaya Torre's running if yeah. that's going to be your front Is three. Is Llorente, does he count? Probably does, actually, Llorente. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just. If you're playing with widish players, you've got to play with a decent striker. And Llorente, you've got... Batshuayi. I quite like Batshuayi, but I'm baffled like, by Batshuayi's oh. treatment. I like Batshuayi, but if we're playing a front three, the, the one in the middle's got to be Llorente. How about we, um, we play a diamond midfield with two up front? You have Batshuayi and Llorente up front. With What's this thing you got with Batshuayi? I just... I, I, I think he's a good footballer. I don't. I don't really. I really don't understand why Conte. He won the league for Chelsea. But I don't understand why Conte's so adamant that he can't do anything. It's, it's, a, it's another one that, that just baffles me. But managers bit. are funny about strikers. They have decided the kind of striker that suits them. And if that striker isn't correctly yeah. uh, mm. applied, if mm. you like, like for example, um, Claude Puel decided that he didn't like Charlie Austin when he was Southampton manager because he didn't wasn't quick enough, didn't do enough running for him and just refused to play him until Charlie Austin scored a load of goals and he had to play him because it was obvious that Shane Long wasn't. And it's, and it's similar. When Sergio Aguero plays for Manchester City, sometimes Pep Guardiola takes him off because he needs the press to start higher up and so he puts Gabriel Jesus on, even mm-hmm. though Sergio Aguero is a fantastic striker and their record goal scorer. So sometimes mm-hmm. managers think that strikers, particularly if they do want to press high up, just don't do enough running for them yeah, it, but, but and why, discount them. Why are coaches judging strikers on kilometres covered rather than number of times they stick the ball in. It's like judging goalkeepers on whether they can pass it. But that's where the changes come in, is it where a striker is the the first point of defence. So that's why the criticism of Aguero was he's not covering as much ground as Jesus because we want you to start the press. So, okay, he's scoring loads of goals, we expect that, but we need this from you as well. So that is just the way that that lone centre-forward role is viewed in terms of a defensive setup. But it's, diff- it's different for, cover the for Conte, isn't it? Well, although he does want them to, to work very hard. Mm. He wants them to be hard workers, but physical. But, but I don't see, that's, what, that's why I'm confused, because I don't see why Batshuayi Well, he's obviously decided that. that he might be physically correct, but he doesn't physically apply himself in games. But as I would opposed f- to Morata, who does, and of course... Yeah, oh, no, 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 I'm it. not saying that Batshuayi shouldn't, should be first choice. I don't agree with that. I'm not, not, that's but if Morata isn't playing, but he I, doesn't tend to choose... Batshuayi, and he's also set out to go and sign another forward, despite the fact they have a £33 million striker sitting there who he just seems to refuse to use and I really like Conte as a manager but I don't I don't understand just presume Batshuayi is so desperate to play I, d- I doubt I really doubt that he just wouldn't he'd sort of get, get a chance to then not run around well in terms of the spirit of this team that's epitomised really by Batshuayi who is a player who is capable but is just not being used by the man he might as well have sent him out on loan yeah. So, so what choices do we have? So we're talking about Llorente, we're talking about Batshuayi, we're talking... Storage, Storage. Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham. Do- we're, we're, Dominic Solanke. Dominic Solanke. No, I, I, I would have thought that there are better, there are better players. Oh, right, okay. He's, he, he's in, is he? He's in. Can be, Yes, he is part of the consideration, but we are not mm. picking him. Okay. You mentioned Lazar Markovic. Yeah, who, he's a wide player. What about George Kevin Unkudu? Yeah, another, you, you would have those two wide and then, and then a, a and sort of pivot striker. Stri- so it's whether you're going for the big, tall, powerful centre forward and two wide players, or whether you're going for the uh, 
mobility of a front three. What yeah, well, it, I think it, or like just a, the best players. I think <laughs> if you have the best players, you probably don't storage Batshuayi and Uente. Not Costa Rica's great Joel Campbell. Not Costa Rica's great Joel Campbell. Nah, no, nah, what a shame. No, no, no. Who else? I was, is hoping, on this list? I was hoping for that. There, there is nobody else, is there? There's oh, I mean, D- Divock Aridi is one who could slot into a wide slot. Is probably better than Markovic. Mm. Uh, what's Lucas Piazza <laughs> like these days? That is the eighth different noise that Chinch has made. I've just come up with a variety of noises to show my distaste. It's proving and that's the other one that is worth including is Lamella, but then he's been injured for so long it would be quite harsh to include him. I would assume that if he was fit, he yeah, would be, be one of those more, yeah. those fringe players who played a lot more. And Ojo Shea Ojo, we didn't count him because he's on. Is he count? In or not? We thought that he was he's too in, young. But he, well, he, he can be in, but I'm not sure he'd get in the team, old Joe. Really? Do, you, okay. do, you, do, you really like, do you really like him? He's just doing very well. He's doing very well at uh, Fulham, scoring lots of goals. It, uh, scoring goals, surely, if this team is going to challenge for a place in the top you six, need goals in it's going to need... Don't you? It's gonna need yeah, goals is going to be. That's what he was going to say, and then yeah. you just jumped in. You're yeah. making a really good point. I was being making it sarcastically. Oh, okay. he, he needs to find a way to make on, it Steve. sensibly. We need goals, don't we? We need goals. You can speak for me from now on. No, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Chins has got has got like a shudder high and has been is been is been unruly, and Steve's got like a shudder low. And he's, he's got a got crash because I've not. Had, he's not had his chocolate right. bar yet. Do you know why? Because I'm sharing uh, without the, without boring people with the technicals. Is Hugh and I are on the same microphone limiter. Mm. If so I don't therefore, eat. And because he's presenter, mm. I can't switch off my microphone at any point, so I've not been able to eat my chocolate. That ah. is my singular power, and I will wield it you two uh, have got inappropriately. The, you two have got the ability to cancel your microphone, yeah. tuck into a bar of chocolate whilst either Hugh or I speak. I do not have that luxury. Which we have done. Which we have done. Mm. Could we go for... I mean, I feel as though storage probably has to go in, doesn't he? Storage and Urente up front, then we'll just find someone to shove in the in the, the hole behind them and not play with wide players. Just shove them. In. This isn't. We're not giving it enough. Can't just shove anybody in anywhere just to get a name on the I team think you're sheet. You're taking this too seriously. No, I'm not. We're trying to get a team that could beat Burnley. We so have to think who, seriously here, no, people. We're not, we're who did to get you have? Who are your front front three or, or front uh, well, two? a lot of them have just been totally disregarded. You've moved Musa Sissoko into a, a central midfield, or a, he's not. I had him out wide. I had him out wide, going crazy you down the flanks. Sissoko out wide, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. then you have to change. That's all right. You could find somebody to shine. So I, I, I would give Sissoko, Urente through the middle, and then I was kind of I had Ojo. But if you're thinking there's someone else, Sturridge or well, I had Walcott, but, uh, and Batshuayi, but, but he he is now disregarded as well. Yeah, well, no, he's not disregarded. You could play Batshuayi, play Batshuayi wide right, maybe Batshuayi, Batshuayi. <laughs> Storage is, I think, I think Storage and Batshuayi to me are kind of emblematic of what we're talking about in a vaguely nonsensical way, which is okay. players who are more than good enough to get into most prem, four, 14 Premier League teams, if not more, right? and yet sort of sit around not playing because they are, they've been stopped. So really what we should teams. be looking at are players here that would threaten the Burnley starting eleven. No, 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 no. No, but they were playing. They're all established. No, no. But are these players better? That's because that's what they're going to have to try and achieve, isn't it? This team needs to be able to beat Arsenal and Tottenham as a bare minimum, surely. I ju- really? I'd, I'd say just Arsenal. Just Arsenal. Yeah. You only need to get sick. You don't need to get. Well, if we're trying to get case, to Europe. That's it. If that's yeah. the case, Batshuayi <laughs> can't have him in there. No storage. Well, uh, that's storage is an interesting one. Um, I Stur- would say no, but that's just me. Storage and Irante up front. Oh. That might work, Ooh, actually. Hang Sturridge on, hang on there. Work. Hold your horses. Big man, little man, classic well, combo. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Not man, selfish man. But then we we have could to work. redo our midfield. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, You've not got any. And, and Steve has written that down in a. Pen. Well, okay, now let's work backwards. That's okay. Let's have revisionist history. So put in Urente and Sturridge up front. Okay. Are we happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy with Steve, that. Steve, we need yeah, yeah. to find one more midfielder. Bearing in mind Sissoko works because he could be a wide midfielder. Are we happy with him? We've got Yaya Toure mm-hmm. in there as a holder. Have we got another central midfielder? Loftus Cheek. Loftus Cheek. So, do we have to get rid of Loftus, Loftus no, no, no. Cheek and keep you, Yaya Torre and move Sissoko out? No, to the what wing? you do is you play a narrow 4 4 2 diamond. So, you play Torre as the base, which wouldn't work at all, but you play Torre <laughs> as the base. You have Sissoko and El Nene or Blint or whoever, or Car- maybe not Carrot, but as the, as the two central ones. You play Loftus, Loftus Cheek, Cheek as the 10. As, okay. as the 10 of diamond. Okay, in that case, we only need to find one more midfielder. We've got Sissoko on one side of the diamond. We've got Yaya at the base. At the top, we've got Loftus Cheek. We've got two up front. We just need one more midfielder. You mentioned El Nene or Blint. Anybody have strong views? Is this on the left hand side of a diamond? Left hand side of a diamond. You'd want someone a bit creative, uh, would you? No, I, th- I think with Sissoko. And yeah, yeah, you probably put El Everything's Nenny in. going down the right-hand side. Okay. You'd probably put El Nenny in as the, as the bite. Okay. Okay. Does anybody have any objections to Mohamed El Nenny, who'd been mentioned in dispatches, but we couldn't fit him in? Now we can. Is that giving us the required width? Clearly but it's not. We're not, we're, we're not going to be able to get a perfect team. That's kind of the point. But we, it's just interesting to, as an intellectual exercise to work out how good a team we can, we can muster. And the fact that this team is clearly going to be imperfect yeah. gives our listeners the opportunity to come up with something better. Yeah. Which is also part of the exercise. That in the industry is called a so call to so, action. So with El Nenny in the team, what would the team be? So, so yes, we've decided. El Nenny so, is in. This is yeah, our team. Yeah. So in goal, Sergio Romero. Yeah. Back four of Damien, David Luis, Marcus Rojo and Kennedy. Then our four in midfield are Yaya Torre, Musa Sissoko, Mohamed El Nenny and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. And we've got Fernando Llorente no. and Daniel Sturridge it's, up front. It's, there's no balance at all, is there? There's no balance. Kennedy's going to have to cover a lot of ground on well, the left, he's isn't young. he, the poor lad? And as Steve says, you've heard us fumble around nonsensically trying to come up with a team. Can you come up with a team? What is the best team you can come up with from the players who the top six have but clearly don't we need? need? But you need to have a proper list so we can, we can all work off the same pool of players here. Because a lot of them have come and gone, haven't they? We need to have a defined list of who we're talking about we here. Maybe sh- we, may- we maybe should have not done this on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> Just review the WhatsApp group. Oh, really? The, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a little bit elastic, but the point that we're driving at is that th- that, although Chinch Chinch rightly says, is, a, is an unbalanced team, it's also a team that would, would probably, on paper, certainly finish seventh. It's, it's a good team on paper. And, and when we ask uh, everybody to contribute to this and um, your thoughts will be very welcome because we clearly can't decide on our own, is how much importance do we place on structure and balance or are we just going for the 11 best players? Yeah. And I think it's okay to have a completely fudged grey area team yeah. which has a bit of both. Because it's a hypothetical exercise. Yeah. But the, the root of it is that, yeah, you can maybe make a case that if that was a team's first 11 with some of the others we've mentioned, your carrots and your blints as substitutes, they maybe wouldn't finish sixth, but they'd probably be better than Leicester and Burnley. How about El Nenny? So we slightly tweak the system. Yeah. El Nenny just sits a little bit deeper with Torre. Sturridge just drifts out to the left-hand side. More 4 2 3 one Yeah, that, 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 that looks work. a bit more yeah. balanced. Because you, you have to that. have some... You can't yeah. just get 11 players, because that never... Paul Gascoigne said that's the best way to go for. Pick your best 11 players and chuck them out on the pitch. Well, clearly... Because there weren't 11 uh, Paul Gascoignes, unfortunately. But, but it doesn't work like that, does it? You have to get a balance to it. You have to work when, well together. When we Sturridge did, would hate that, by the way. He'd be in a complete grump the entire time. When mm. we did the best of the rest 11 mm. many podcasts ago, 
the overwhelming preferred lineup from those who submitted their teams, and we had over 50 of them, was 4 2 3 1. Mm -hmm. So maybe, again, we should bow to the, the pressure of the audience. And if that's the, the formation that they chose. Then maybe, it's good to see maybe, that I've tapped into Chinch's, the intelligence of our, right. our listeners, which is great. It shows Mom I'm on their level, yeah. even if you're not. So maybe one, <laughs> final, one final adjustment could be made. Yeah. But if we're going to do that, mm. does somebody else play on the left-hand side instead of, of the three? Yeah, instead of storage. Let us know at setpiece menu or setpiece menu at gmail.com. Do you go the sensible way or do you go the Donald Trump populist way, which is uh, <laughs> propagated by Mr. Andy? Hinchcliffe. Do you know what would have been a much better podcast, a much better concept? For don't, this tell, don't tell us that now. Would that team be our best of the rest team? Can anybody remember what that team was? Steve, you, I remember you put it together. So the best of the rest 11. So this was um, players who weren't uh, playing for either the top six or Everton because we had them as part of a top seven at the start of the season. That's how much things have changed. Uh, was Butland in goal, a back four of Cedric, Van Dyke, who of course now would be mm. excluded, Evans and Bertrand. Uh, Lamina and Romeo were the holding midfielders. Then it was Mares, Lanzini, Zahar with Vardy up front. That team would be the team we yeah, just that, put that's, together. Yeah, that's a better team than the team we just absolutely put is. But we should definitely yeah. play, on, play it on FIFA to find out. <laughs> So all, the, all of that has come. Unfortunately, we can't get you to do that, but we can get you to at least uh, proffer your suggestions for the best uh, 11 that you could put together. If it doesn't work out, it's, it's an imbalance on the left-hand side. Chinch will be annoyed, but we don't care. Uh, send it to at setpiecemenu or setpiecemenu at gmail.com. Those players at the top six clubs who are not playing regularly are outcasts on the fringes or on loan elsewhere. And, and maybe, with, as well as your 11 players, perhaps an explanation as to why you believe Supporting that evidence. 300 words or more. Please show your work. <laughs> show your work. <laughs> Points will be given for method. <laughs> who's, who's managing this ragtag, Bob? Well, it has, uh, it has to be a coach at a top six club who... In, <laughs> Brian who Kidd, Paul Jewell. <laughs> doing any work. It's going to be Brian Kidd. <laughs> Congratulations, Brian. Give that team to Paul Jewell. He'll take him down. <laughs> You've got another job. Uh, right, it's time before we go to uh, tap into the reserves of uh, Andy's memories. Uh, it's never mind Jack and Ori. What a soccer story. This is when Andy tells us a tale from his playing days with all adult behaviour and libel-worthy details removed. It's, it's probably the changing face of football clubs and, and how finances change and how facilities changed and how kits change, training kits, match kits, how... how much more of them there were toward the end of my career. You always had kind of two shirts, two pairs of shorts, two, but everything was in, doubled up. In my early days, kind of late 80s, wasn't quite the same at Man City. And myself and Steve Redmond had sizable bottoms and sizable thighs. That's just how it was. And the trouble was on any match day, certainly away games, is that there was only a certain number of large shorts Probably only two pairs of large shorts. Now, it's quite surprising. You're no, seriously. Like, like Sunday leagues. There was like two pairs of large shorts, eight, ten mediums, and then for, I don't know who would wear small shorts. But there were, but myself and Steve Redmond, and there was maybe, I think David White's bottom was enlarging at that time as well. So the pool of large bottomed players was growing, but there was only two pairs of shorts that would probably fit. So what used to happen is on an away game, the kit man obviously gone a little bit early, put all the kit out. There was a race to get off the team coach to get into the changing rooms to make sure you bagged a pair of large shorts. So what I noticed was that myself, Steve Remond and David White tend to gravitate towards the front of the coach. <laughs> because you didn't want to get caught. Because if you got into the... And everyone, you had to wear a pair of mediums. 
A pair of medium shorts. You couldn't. You couldn't run. Your testicle. Oh, it wasn't good at all. It was so. They were so small. But they weren't just mediums these days. I would probably get into them. Because medium really? seems to have got a little bit bigger. Really? Medium in the late really? 80s was... Tight. Stop it. Was tight. <laughs> Snug. But then I get, as everything changed and then I moved to... Sh- and there was like shorts everywhere. Extra larges. I cannot believe We you- had. And, and the socks. I remember playing against the, um, Huddersfield in a away game once. And we were black. We used to... The city used to wear black and... What, the 10 black one? And, no, no, Different. no. That's another one. That was... We played, played in blue. We played away and we played in red and black, like a checkerboard mm. shirts. And they were a bit too small. The shorts were too small. And the socks were only like three quarters of the way. Who was this kit for? <laughs> we're in the Sabutio team. It was like everything was tight. And... But when that was my body yeah but Steve Redmond had the same problem and quite a few other players of us so we had to race off the coach to make sure we bagged a pair or what I started doing was taking a pair home on a Friday afternoon is that right yes <laughs> keep them in your wash bag sorted you don't have to rush anywhere could you not have bought your own shorts it's upon the principle you can't do that can but you they were what, just, they were go just... to a sports shop and buy your own pair of Manchester City large shorts <laughs> 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 I see you thinking, excellent, but at the time, no, I thought, I'm not doing that, I'm not but wasting, how much City are those shorts, shorts cost in me? the 80s would have just been white, like umbro yeah, shorts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must be able to yeah, get with, them in. With piping. With piping? Yeah, you could have, of course you, you could, could have bought, bought them. Yeah. them from the club shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to buy my own shorts. You go, so how many, how many games did you have back there? 42 league yeah, games? Yeah, yeah. I have 42 pairs of large you shorts. You need at least, place. yes. You did you get a, a new shirt every game? No. That's what was, no, absolutely not. There just seemed to be one shirt that got washed and washed and washed and washed. Yeah. <laughs> and there was none of this kind of, you know, in certain games you see all the, all the, they have all the writing on it. If it's an FA Cup final or it's a whatever it is, they have it on that. We didn't have any of that because they couldn't afford to make another set of shirts mm. up to do that. So we had virtually one of everything. And that's why there was this race to get something that fitted. But yeah, I used to take a pair of shorts, got, got to know the kit man well, kept him happy. <laughs> a pair most, of large shorts. Person in the Absolutely, club. a pair of large shorts on a Friday, put them in your wash bag. BT missed a trick, didn't they, when they did uh, J.R. Hartley calling around looking for people that <laughs> sold copies of Fly Fishing. They should have had Andy Hinchcliffe phoning around sports shops looking for a large pair of Manchester large. City the shorts. Boy, it's just, but it was, honestly, it was painful. Literally painful to put on a pair of mediums and try and overlap. Yes, another winning soccer story. And, and, and Chinch, you're not with us next week, are you? So, um, Am I not? That's, that's good enough. Are you not? You, the only reason you're not is because you told us. That oh, I not. thought you meant I was going to die or something. You could foreseen the future. Well, I'm not here. Well, if, if, you, um, if you have an errant plane towards Portugal, I'm probably going to say that. Terribly, terribly that. portentous. Wow. No, and it's not like you're scared of flying and always have been. No, I'm but not now. Have a lovely time in Portugal. Uh, Chinch is mm. uh, not able to be with us next week, but we shall uh, revisit... Nothing about large shorts unless it's strictly necessary, uh, but definitely we'll revisit everything that you have uh, brought to bear about our conversation about the team of misfits, the set-piece menu. Don't mm. you forget about me. Mm. 11. Yeah. Do you want me to go to a Portuguese a local game and report back on it? That would be amazing. State of Portuguese, I think it's Porto Menense is the... Yes, that's what I Is that the right way to pronounce yeah. it? And there's uh, a, there's yeah, a friend at the, at the gym where we, uh, we, we beef our guns, <laughs> and he tells me he goes to watch them... Every week, oh, he's so an expat living out there, and he's told me they're, they're really. I think they, they got promoted, or they're close to getting promoted. He said you should go and see them. Right, so that's okay. five euros to get in, and I, do you want me to do a, a recce? Yes, please. And maybe give you, you an idea of what Portuguese football is all about. Careful, about you'll end up being manager by the end of the day. Do you think so? So do get in touch if you have any ideas, and don't forget that supporting evidence, three hundred words or more. I said earlier it should be or less. 
um, on our Don't You Forget About Me set piece menu 11 at set piece menu or set piece menu at gmail.com. Please do subscribe, share, rate, and review as we humbly ask you to continue to find room for us in your podcast schedule. Thank you to Andy. Goodbye. See you in a couple of weeks. Rory and Steve, and to you for listening, we'll be back with another set piece menu for you to enjoy very soon. And now, Steve and I can eat Donald Trump. It's not actually bad chocolate, that, you know, Is that to right? be fair. It's all right. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Thank you it's very all much, right. Indeed. Did you, um, did you notice how, because um, I suggested that, you know, Chinch couldn't come to Set Piece Menu next week, so we could take mm. Set Piece Menu to Chinch. Yeah. That, that idea didn't seem to go down very well. well no. It was on the WhatsApp group, that's why. No, but it's almost like he doesn't want us to come and visit him in Portland. No, actually, yeah. I read that, didn't I? And I said, Hector could come. Is, is that right? Just Hector? Just Hector. And so they can sit in quarantine for six months afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you get a dog passport, it's fine. You're fine. A dog fine. port, can you? A dog port, yeah. No, dog port's something else, I think. That's a door for a dog. Uh, <laughs> a dog. A so why, why dog passport Hector? is why, different. Why only Hector? Because he's the only one I like. He's charming. You know, if I have to spend, so how long would you come over for? Just a flying visit? Do well, the pod go home again? Yeah. Or so you wouldn't want to stay, lounge around the pool in your speedos, that type of thing. What's the you? temperature at the moment in Portimao? Uh, it's about in 20, 20 degrees in Cavuero. It's 20 degrees. We'd stick around for a couple yeah. of days. Then. You could stay, Steve. What I Steve think my wife would want you to stay, which is worrying. What Steve's not mentioning is that I said, do you have space for all of us, our, our partners, mm. our children, and our dog? Yes. One dog between us. Mm. Uh, to which Steve said, I wasn't really thinking about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so selfish, we can't take your kids yeah. out of school. No, that would be that's irresponsible. True. My child is not at school. He is, he's, uh, he's indolent. <laughs> but you're not <laughs> bringing him, are you? truant. Uh, well, I'm not invited at all. You wouldn't have a nice time. You wouldn't bring him, would you? I would. I would. Oh, miss, you would miss bring him. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course you would. Portuguese love kids.